This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You went somewhere, right? You probably lined up to see some great attraction that people told you, oh, it's amazing, you have to see it. And then you stood in front of it and thought, "Eh, really? Is this it? A lot of people feel that way about the Mona Lisa, actually. We're going to talk more about this survey that was done with the help of our contributor, Claire Allen. Hi, Claire. Good morning, Simi. Have you had this happen to you? I have had this happen to me, and I totally agree with number one on the list, the Mona Lisa as the most disappointing tourist attraction. Now, before we get into the list, we'll say this is a survey done by the airline EasyJet, and they served uh, surveyed 2,000 Britons, so... Okay, yeah. British people. British people, not a huge survey, but um, I think that a lot of people will agree with what made the top 10. So number one is the Mona Lisa. We know the famous painting by Leonardo da Vinci currently hanging in the Louvre. But it's like, so you can't get anywhere close to it. You can't see what's remarkable about it because it's covered in like thick plexiglass or whatever. Exactly. And I seem to remember that you're right. You can't get close to it. There's like ropes that block um, getting like right up your nose to the glass. But also... When I saw it, I saw it when I was like 14 or 15 years old. I don't know what I was expecting, but I was expecting more. And because it's only like 30 inches by 21. And yeah, like I thought it was going to be huge, like floor to ceiling. It's tiny. It's tiny. So I'm sure a lot of our listeners know that because they've seen it. And I think a lot of people are disappointed by the size. I think you're absolutely right on that. What else is on the list? Number two, Checkpoint Charlie in Berlin. I have never been there, but this is the border crossing between East and West Berlin during the Cold War. Um, you know, it's just a small little, well, it's not small, but it's small in comparison. It's just like a little statue there. I'm sure it seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah. But now we're so people, are, there's like a generation beyond that, a couple like, you know, and you're like, okay, big deal. It was exactly. separate. Now it's not anymore. Exactly. And it's just the, yeah, it's just a couple of uh, statues there and like a little checkpoint. So um, the next one is the mannequin piece in uh, Brussels. It's just the Lawrence. La- 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 it's a bronze sculpture, Simi. In the center of Brussels, depicting a naked little boy urinating into a fountain. How old is this? Because I was in Brussels when I was 15 years old, and I don't remember seeing this. Uh, well, parent- it's actually quite small, so oh. it's you may not have seen it. But um, yeah, it's up there. People okay. saying they're not that impressed. I think it has to do with the size of the, okay. right. the sculpture. Okay. Next one. Mou- number four. Moulin Rouge, the uh, nightclub, nightclub in Grand Ole Yeah, I can see that because it's kind of like whatever. Yeah, so this was uh, it was from it was founded in 1889, and this is the birthplace of the modern form of the can can dance. And you can tourists can still go there and see performances. But I think that people go there expecting the movie by Bob like Lorman. Kidman to be up yeah. there or something. Yeah, you know, just on her like days off that she'd be there doing the can can <laughs> for you. Turns out she's not. So not great. Uh, people are not uh, not impressed with that. Uh, next one on the list, number five, the Little Mermaid statue in Copenhagen. Aww, I know. So this, this is so cute. It's cute. Um, it was uh, created in 1913. It's a bronze statue by Edvard Eriksson uh, depicting a mermaid becoming human. So do people think Ariel's going to be there? Or, like they get there and they think they're it's going to be Disneyfied, right? They're they... expecting a real mermaid, Simi. No. <laughs> um, uh, very similar, actually, to our girl in the yeah, wetsuit in Stanley Park. I love that. Yeah, okay. they say that we ripped off the mermaid statue oh, in Copenhagen. Well, I'm sure we did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number six, which I was really surprised at. I'm surprised by this one too. The Eiffel Tower. Who thinks this is overrated? I don't understand. When I was talking to our producer, Alan, he said maybe it's because when you get up in the Eiffel Tower and you're at the top of it and you're looking out at the skyline, something's missing. What What can I not see? Yeah, it's the, the Eiffel, Eiffel Tower because you're, you're on it. <laughs> yeah, so apparently 
there's a better tower to go on that's high. I know Paris has a lot of height restrictions in buildings, but some buildings are higher than what was uh, than the originally sort of like low buildings that are okay. there. You can see the Eiffel Tower if you go into that tower, and then you get the whole view with the Eiffel Tower in the, the distance. Eiffel Tower. Also, we we stayed somewhere really close to it, and so we had a view of the Eiffel Tower, and it sparkles at night, and yes. that was like the most beautiful thing when it sparkled at night. Yeah. So this is the one thing that I actually don't agree with I on this list agree. because I think. You know, you can picnic around the Eiffel Tower. There's beautiful parks there. Yeah. So I don't understand. But whatever. I'm obviously not amongst these 2,000 British people that feel this way. Okay, what else? Um, so the next one is the Spanish steps in Rome. So okay, I agree. Why? It's just steps. I don't understand. I went there. We, we Okay, great. Crowded. And I thought, is this it? Like, what's the big deal here? <laughs> Just a bunch of steps. Yeah, so it's steps. And I just realized I sounded like my dad when I said that. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a little interesting as well um, because, yeah, you're right. I mean, there are just steps and it's it's between – it's dominated by the Trinitia Diamonti Church at the top. So it's just a bunch of steps with the church behind it. I guess people are, they don't find it that impressive. I mean, I drove by the Brentwood Mall. They got a bunch of new steps there. Great. I'll go there. (laughs) It's cheaper than going to Rome. Uh, The Trevi Fountain in Rome is number eight. So this is the largest Baroque fountain in the city of Rome and one of the most famous fountains in the world. You know what? It was being um, rehabilitated when I was there. So it was all covered up. I never saw it. Scaffolding? Well, that would... That's a reason. I was like, oh, I guess this would be impressive if it was uncovered. That's a reason to be disappointed then. Uh, number nine, the Louvre in Paris. You know, Beautiful. The, I love the Louvre. It's the world's largest art museum. It's gorgeous. I don't know why people are disappointed by it, but. What are they expecting? That's a great question. I don't know what they're expecting, but there are a lot of wonderful pieces of art in there, aside from the Mona Lisa, which is obviously immensely disappointing. But there are lots of other beautiful things there that you are. can see there in are. the Louvre. And it's huge. I mean, you really can't get through the no. whole thing in one day. So I don't understand. There's so much to see. Why would you be disappointed? I think, I think people get overwhelmed. And I think that's why they're probably disappointed. You know why I think it is? It's because they didn't like the Mona Lisa, so they just write off the yeah. entire museum. Why do we do this? And you have to stand in line. It's like a big deal. Like, why bother? Yes. And so the last one on our list is the Leaning Tower of Pisa, number 10, the most disappointing tourist attraction uh, in the world. Yeah. It's had a four-degree lean because Big of deal. unstable foundation. And now it's just a permanent lean because they've con- they've fixed it, so that's how it goes. Yes, exactly. And I mean... So now it's artificial. Before it was kind of cool because it was just happening. Mm-hmm. Now it's artificial. Uh, that's a good point. And also, I mean, like, how many of those pictures can you see with those people pretending to uh, hold it up? Like, how annoying. Um, the one thing that I think everything on this list has in common and the reasons why they've made it to the most disappointing tourist attractions is because these are mega tourist attractions and that means they're very, very busy. That's true. So whenever you go somewhere that's well known around the world and there are crowds, you're going to be PO'd. That's true. Especially you, if you don't like crowds and you don't like waiting in line and yeah, you're not going to ex- like this so kind of everything stuff. Everything will be disappointing. Uh, I had a bunch of tweets on this. For instance, Sia tweeted me to say Mount Rushmore. Oh, really? I thought it would be as big as it looked on the movies. Most disappointing attraction ever. And I've seen the Mona Lisa, says Sia. Oh, dear. Yeah, I know. Not a good one. And then, let's see, I had another one here that I got to read. This is the one from Wayne. He said, this probably won't be a popular opinion, but I think Stanley Park is highly <gasps> overrated. I know. He said, there are dozens of spots in Metro Vancouver that are much more interesting, but tourists seem to gravitate to the mundane, at least in my experience, working at hotels. That's Wayne who said wow. that. I know. I thought, bold move, wow, my Wayne. man, bold move. And then Gideon tweeted me to say, Capilano Suspension Bridge. How dare you? He said it's rid- <laughs> It's ridiculously overpriced and crowded, plus the one in North Vancouver is free and doesn't have as many people. And then Brad, and the people are just being merciless about our tourist attractions here, because Brad tweeted me to say, 
the Hot Springs exhibit at Harrison Hot Springs. If you've ever walked the trail only to end up at the chain link fence in the 1970s brick structure, you'd be like, is that really it? He said, I know it's not a world attraction, but it's overrated big time, Brad says. Well, thank you for the report, Brad. You don't think there's any local... Um, overrated uh, yeah, attraction. I don't know. I don't agree with Stanley Park. I think Stanley Park is beautiful. What about I mean, the steam it is clock? crowded. We I had- think the steam clock's overrated. Now, I come from a bias here, which I will reveal, is yeah. that for several summers, I worked at a um, souvenir shop mm-hmm. in Gastown. That was my summer job in high school. And it was right in front of the steam, like right by the steam clock. And so I had to hear that thing all day long. And I hated it by the time I finished that job. So it's a clock that has steam coming out of it. Big I don't deal. know. I, I haven't been anywhere where I've seen another clock like that coming out, like with the steam everywhere. Really? I don't think it's overrated. I'm happy that people come to our city, Simi. Who are you? <laughs> Since well, when are you this positive? <laughs> um, I just wanted to go over some of the top 10 most desirable sites. We won't go through them all, okay. but some of the top five here, which I think are pretty interesting. Northern Lights in Iceland. I mean, who wouldn't want to see that? Plus, it's tough to actually see them, right? Yes. Yes, so you can't just go any old time. That's right. Exactly. Uh, Number two, somewhere I would love to go, Lake Como in Italy. Visit Mm. George and Amal if they'd have me over. I don't think they will. Okay. okay. Uh, Number three, Santorini in Greece. Beautiful. Uh, Which I hear is a tourist trap, though. Exactly. And yet people still want to go there. And number four, Alps in Switzerland. You don't want to go sing The Sound of Music? Who doesn't want to go sing The I Sound mean, of his, Music? The skiing is nice too. <laughs> um, and uh, last one here, or number five, um, the pink and pink sand El Fonisi Beach in Greece. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I haven't been there, but I've seen the pictures. Yeah, I've seen all, the pictures from some of these things on the list are, are, are just stunning. So I've been to Cinque Terre, which is number six. Oh, you have? I have, oh, which nice. is funny because Macomb has the big picture of Vernazza, yes. which is one of the villages in Cinque Terre. And I said to him, you know, I've been there and he's never been there. He just has that picture because he likes it. Well, it's beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful. Gorgeous. I would love to go there. Um, I think that, you know, if you'd like to see any of these, uh, you should get there soon because I'm pretty sure next year these will end up on like the worst list because people are going to start flocking to it yes. to see these beautiful sites. And then, you That's know, the problem the will be too many people and people will be disappointed. You don't want to say that canyon in Iceland for me? <laughs> So I, I put this here because this reminds me of the canyon in Iceland that got shut down because Justin Bieber, Bieber. filmed his music video. Yeah. Now I'm going to try to pronounce this, Simi, so bear with me, everyone. Fjallraurgljúfur uh, Canyon. Listen, we'll take your word for it because we don't know how to actually pronounce it. Exactly. So lots of people saw this on Instagram and Justin Bieber's uh, music video and people started flocking to Iceland to go to this canyon. I think I think Instagram is actually the problem. Well, that is interesting that you bring that up because this survey, Simi, revealed that Instagram has become the travel brochure of choice. Yeah, because everybody wants to take their own picture at these places, which yeah. means are you really enjoying them or are you just lining up to take your picture? There? Are you traveling for your own fulfillment and, and like growth or are you just traveling for the gram? Exactly. That's a good question. Uh, Marnie emailed me to say, sadly, the Palace of Versailles. Oh, I had I enjoyed that. Marnie said, we visited there last May and there were so many tourists. We were herded like cattle through the Great Hall and it left us wondering if there were, was any authenticity left. Uh, Marnie, I'm going to tell you no, because I had the exact same experience. I went there and was like, all right, that's great. But don't you expect when you go to these places that there are going to be crowds? I do expect crowds, but I think now it's become so common mm. that I just, mm-hmm. sometimes I get to, for instance, I went to the Vatican, loved it. Yeah. yeah Huge crowds. Nice. Loved it though. Interesting. Yeah. Um, you know what I didn't see on this list also, which you and I were just there together, is uh, Tokyo. There's some great sites in Tokyo. Shibuya Crossing. Shibuya Crossing is great. Um, they also have that dog there that was very loyal to his owner. 
to wait at the Hachir, subway. Or yeah, it? something like that. I don't know. I was she there, there to pay to my go. respects to the, my canine god. I did uh, not go. <laughs> but there are some wonderful attractions in Tokyo, and Tokyo mm. is becoming more popular as it's gearing up for the Olympics. Didn't see it listed on here, but I'm going to say that's on my list of desirable sites that I recommend to the NW listener.